Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Backstory. I'm Dana Lewis. Israel, under tremendous pressure to call it all off. Yes, the most deadly, atrocious, bloody, barbaric attack on Israelis since the Holocaust by Hamas. But the international outcry over Israel's attack on Gaza to remove Hamas is unprecedented, too. Spiking because of a bomb attack on a Gaza hospital. Israel blames Islamic Jihad. Palestinians blame Israel. The pressure on Arab leaders increasing by the day by their own residents, the threat of this conflict spreading only growing. But Israel's lost over a thousand people to a terrorist organization that is committed to its destruction. On this backstory, I talked to an Israeli who was one of the great voices for peace with actual practical ideas on how to make it happen. Not to allow the entire region to be hijacked by the extremists. That's what's happening right now. But Yossi Balin, an architect of the original Oslo Peace Accords, believes that the majority of Palestinians and Israelis deserve their voice to be heard. And if they get a chance to speak through this war, it will be about a peaceful solution. Have a listen, because Balin is specific about what a peace treaty can look like. Uh, Yossi Balin is a former justice minister and deputy minister, uh, foreign minister of Israel. Uh, He participated in the back-channel negotiations that eventually led to the adoption of the 1993 Oslo Accords, a framework agreement to end the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. Welcome, Mr. Balin. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And you are if I may personally say, one of the most measured, uh, sober, reasonable voices from Israel that, as a journalist, I've I've had the the pleasure to interview you many times, especially during my time in Jerusalem. Can I, first of all, just get your reaction to this crisis in Gaza, especially in light of the fact that President Biden has just landed? Arab uh, uh, leaders have canceled meetings with him uh, because of this bombing that has occurred at the Gaza hospital where both sides are accusing the other one of being responsible for it. Yeah, of course it is not Israel. I'm convinced that uh, the, the option uh, which was uh, uh, showed by the Israeli uh, army spokesman about an Islamic uh, Jihad uh, failed uh, rocket uh, which uh, was launched and and uh, did this uh, crazy, crazy damage to innocent people, um, that this is the right one. Uh, Israel will never do something like this on in, uh, intentionally, uh, and and you know Israel. It made many mistakes, and and uh, it it. Uh, but it, but nothing like that could be could be done. I mean, the, the all these events happen. Regretfully, civilians are the the victims. This is one of them, and uh, you you are crying for the for the victims. But uh, it doesn't mean that Israel does such things. Even if there were, you know, uh, people hiding in the hospital, and uh, for Israel it would be essential to uh, uh, to eliminate them. There would have been some warning. I mean. There's no chance that out of the blue, an Israeli rocket would uh, lo- be launched to a hospital. No way. 
This is just in many ways starting, isn't it? Because the ground war hasn't even taken place. Israeli forces, which are assembling outside of Gaza, are not on the move. They, We all assume that they will be. Um, this is only going to get worse in terms of the propaganda uh, that Hamas uh, and people who support Hamas are using. It will get worse, will it not? I can imagine, yes. People will be killed, regretfully, on both sides. And why is that a danger to your neighbors, whether it be Egypt, which canceled meetings with President Biden, or uh, they are doing it in Jordan, or I mean, where does it place them in terms of the pressure that they are under with their own street and public? Exactly, it is the public opinion. They understand that it is not Israel, including Abu Mazen, I can assure you. But uh, he cannot uh, just ignore it and uh, have political uh, diplomatic meetings uh, while something like this uh, happens and, and the people in the street believe that it is the Israelis who did it. Do you believe there's another way to take Hamas out in Gaza or is, you know, are, are boots on the ground the only solution? It's the only solution. It's the only solution. I mean, the, the, there is another way to deal with the matter and to say, okay, we should again uh, find some uh, uh, modus vivendi with the, with the Hamas, and despite all these things, we will ignore it and we'll will negotiate with uh, with them, of course, indirectly because they will never talk to Zionists, and um, and and then we will uh, wait for the for the next round. Uh, I'm not there. I'm not there anymore. This was my view in the past. I I always preferred, of course, as you know, uh, not to have a, a, a violent encounter, a violent conflict, if possible. But this time, after what they did on on Saturday two weeks ago, enough is enough. You cannot uh, you cannot go on like uh, like nothing. You have to get rid of the this leadership. To paralyze it and to replace it by 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 others, by by it can be uh, the Palestinian Authority, which is the best option, and if not, by uh, perhaps a, a consortium of, of of Arab countries like Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Jordan, or, or, or others, or, or maybe the UN uh, uh, can can do something there. As long as as it is not Israel, it's fine with me. Don't you have to have a solution before you go in there? How? What, what kind of a solution? With whom? With, with the Hamas, you mean? No, I mean, don't you have to know what the end game is you must. before you go in there to remove Hamas? You must, of course. Usually, the the world goes to, war, to wars without even thinking about the morning after. And and uh, this is what why I, I'm talking about it all the time. In the media, in Israel, abroad, the morning after is more important than anything else. If you don't know how to end it, don't enter. You must know what is your aim, at least. Maybe you will not achieve it. But what is your aim? Just to get rid of the Hamas people is not enough. Can you get rid of Hamas? Do you think that that's achievable? And then, do you have any belief that Abu Mazen's Fatah organization, or the PLO, could come in there and, and again, because 
a lot of people don't remember, they were already there. And in fact, more than 50% of Gazans weren't even born when Yasser Arafat's Fatah were on the ground. But do you think that in, in practical terms, Fatah could go in and fill that vacuum, a more secular, a more uh, a, a, a power, an entity that is willing to at least recognize the state of Israel and have peace negotiations? Yeah, and much more pragmatic. I mean, that, that is... Uh... Those who try to portray the, the Hamas and Fatah as if they are from the same uh, family and want the, the same thing uh, are those who did not want to have an agreement. Uh, like Netanyahu himself, uh, for, uh, he even preferred Hamas for a while because he thought that if Hamas is not demanding a state, then it is better for Israel, which was stupidity. Stupidity. And dangerous. And he, he allowed them uh, to stay there and to enhance the rule in, in Gaza and to get the money from uh, Qatar and 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 whatever, rather than to try and confront them. I can understand that uh, confronting them is very difficult because it is costly. Uh, the, the death toll will be paid, I mean, no question. But uh, to think that they are better uh, counterparts uh, than than uh, the PLO, this is stupidity. Do you blame Prime Minister Netanyahu for the intelligence failure for... Uh, intelligence failure, some... you know, I blame him, but I must tell you something about it. The main blame is, is about the policy, the ideology, the belief that... Uh, that uh, you can you can uh, have uh, peace with other Arab states and and uh, to to leave the Palestinian problem for the for for the end. And this this is the problem about the intelligence. Of course, when something like this happens, the intelligence is to be blamed, and all the those who, who were above the, the the heads of the intelligence are may may, may pay pay the price, but. This is much more difficult to blame because what happened on Saturday, on the 7th of October, is so unexpected. It is a real black swan out of the blue. There was not even a trigger for this that you you could say, yeah, they, they reacted to something. Nothing whatsoever. These guys prepared themselves for a long while for a crazy attack. Beheading babies. I mean, who who would think about such such uh, such things, such acts? It's really beyond the 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 any horizon of of pragmatic people, and and so it is. Of course, he, Netanyahu will not remain the prime minister. I can assure you, and he will pay the price. But no, he should. This is not the main thing, because. Nobody could expect something like that. Who pushed the launch button, do you think? Pardon? Who pushed the launch button, do you think? Iran? Like, why? You said it was out of the blue, a black swan event. There, maybe, there was, no, there was nothing explainable. There was no trigger. Yeah. So why now, and who do you think initiated it? I know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I tend to think that it is Hamas. I mean, but maybe they were they they, they were directed by by Iran. And in in my view, this is almost secondary to the main thing. 
that we have to make peace with the PLO. They are all our partners, and we, with them, I believe that we can solve the, 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 the Palestinian issue by having, and the Israeli problems, by having a two-state solution. The, the, the biggest blame that I, uh, that I attribute to, to Netanyahu is that he did, since he did not want to partition the land, and didn't understand that if he doesn't partition the land, there will be no Jewish state because the minority of Jews will, God forbid, control a majority of Palestinians because he did not want to take this needed decision. He was ready to bypass it by, by other ideas, not understanding what he's doing. This is, I believe, a much bigger accusation than saying that he is in charge of the fact that the intelligence was not aware of uh, what was prepared under our nose. You were in the government when Yitzhak Rabin, the prime minister, was assassinated. You, uh, Shimon Peres, Rabin himself, were saying at the time over and over again, if we don't do this now, the state of Israel will eventually be threatened, that we can't go on fighting in, in, in the occupation. And that's why the Oslo Accords were, were in many ways supported by the Israeli public at the time. And right. Netanyahu, who said he would not turn back the peace process. I mean, if there was anybody at the top of the pyramid who did that, it was Netanyahu, was it Undoubted. not? Undoubtedly. He, he is the Israeli, should be blamed for actually thwarting the Oslo Agreement by saying, I'll do it my way. If you remember, as the head of the opposition, he promised to cancel the agreement. Then when he became prime minister, he understood that this is impossible or maybe this is not the best idea. And he, he said to himself, he's not a stupid guy. Why should I cancel it if I can just block it by saying that I, 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 I will move if they move. So, and who is the judge, whether they did the right things, the Palestinians, he, he is the judge. And Was course, it working? When you look back at the yeah. redeployment, when you look back at the joint patrols, I mean, people, there's a generation, you'll see, that have forgotten all of this, right? No doubt. And, and no. Even, even the reporters on the ground now, I mean, there are a generation of journalists who don't, were never there for any of this. Was it initially working? Did you think that that peace plan, not all of it, and there were shortcomings, but uh, that you were on the right track? Yes, this was our feeling in the 90s. Uh, but I must say that very soon after the, after the Oslo Agreement in the, the massacre in Hebron, when an Israeli doctor, an army officer, killed 29 uh, Palestinian worshippers, uh, I had I, I began to have my doubts whether it would be possible to implement the agreement, and uh, and violence played a very very uh, crucial role in our story, and uh, those who did not want the partition of the land on both sides used to say, okay, you see now you you, you see now that you expose the other side, they don't want it, they are the violent. 
and and eventually we find ourselves in the current situation where in well an interim agreement of five years which had to end by May the 4th 99 is still the 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 one behind the Palestinian Parliament the Palestinian government the Palestinian uh, presidency and and all these things so they have the tools that they got in the interim agreement but this is something that cannot prevail in For 30 years and shouldn't prevail for 30 years and should be replaced by a permanent agreement and maybe maybe the dark moment in which we live today will allow us to get back to the to the peace uh, talks with another government in Israel and hopefully with uh, I, I'm trying to to uh, convince people that uh, it would be possible to To have an Israeli Palestinian confederation the Holy Land Confederation something which is offered by a group of Palestinians led by uh, dr Hiba Husseini and and myself and others uh, so that uh, the issue of the settlements will not play a role because this is the biggest uh, obstacle for peace right now it may not be it it may not have been the The, the, the obstacle uh, in 93 it was a major issue but it was not a, a, a cynic one known for peace but now it is and the way that we are suggesting is that all the the Palestinians the Israelis who uh, will find themselves on the other side of the new border that we will uh, draw with the Palestinians meaning in the Palestinian state will be allowed to remain there as Israeli uh, uh, citizens and Palestinian pre- permanent uh, residents and And the same number of Palestinians will be allowed who, who are Palestinian uh, citizens will be allowed to Israel as a Israeli a permanent residence. If you do something like this, this is not the only reason for the confederation, but I will not uh, uh, get into details. but if you do something like this, you take off the table at the major impediment for peace for any Israeli future prime minister. And if you do that, I believe that we can really use the, 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 the black moment in order to make peace because usually you make peace after war. Last question to you. I've heard you say it in another interview, and I was somewhat surprised, but you were very firm about it. Can you just explain really quickly that you believe that That in fact all of these people who say oh peace process it's impossible the agreement will take you know what is the agreement going to be it'll be years in the making but in fact you've said if I understand you talks have continued on anyway despite the violence and in fact most of the agreement is doable right now no no question I mean in 93 if you asked me what is going to be the solution a uh, I personally would say the two-state solution this was not the the, the official view of my government which was very careful not to refer to the permanent agreement before time but I did and um, but I could not give you all the details but since then in the last uh, 30 years uh, we had very important I believe uh, attempts uh, the, the most important one is the Clinton parameters of 2000. Uh, my humble contribution was the my agreement with Abu Mazen in 95 the Berlin Abu Mazen agreement of 95 another is the Geneva initiative of 2003 you have today a a very significant a uh, 
material of things which were agreed upon, including the issue of Jerusalem and all, and 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 the, the refugees and and you name it. In Geneva, you have 500 pages of annexes. So we go to the details of the details. So nobody can can say, ah, we need now 20 years in order to to write an agreement. No, if you are serious and and you are are ready to do that, it can uh, take a year and you can take the current material. Not everything is still relevant as it was uh, years ago. Adopt it and, and, and go for peace. I mean... It will be the, the, the two-state solution on the 67 borders with land swaps, whether it would be according to the Geneva initiative or another initiative, but it will be something between 2 and 4% of the land for full compensation. And the refugees will mainly come to the Palestinian new state and not to, not to Israel, but there will be some other arrangements for them and, and of course, uh, compensation, uh, financial compensation, and and, uh, and in Jerusalem, the, the Temple Mount uh, will be under the Palestinian uh, sovereignty, but they will not change the the status quo, and the, the boiling wall will be under Israel. I mean, this is the the the, the big thing, and the the, the Arab neighbors. In, in East Jerusalem will be under the Palestinian state and the Jewish uh, neighbors, neighborhoods will be will be under Israel. I mean, we know the solution. We really know the details of the solution. And we are speaking about, about a, a drafts or agreements which were really adopted by both sides, not the lunatics, not the lunatics, not Ben Gvir and not the lunatics on the other side. But they were agreed upon. So if it should be the, the victory of the of the of, of sanity, and we should be much more careful than before about uh, uh, about the, the uh, those who, who try to uh, to kill any agreement and even to sacrifice their la- their life in order not to have the partition. Yeah, take the voice away from the extreme minority on both sides that have hijacked the entire peace process. Yossi Balin, it's really an honor to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And that's our backstory on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict and the war in Gaza. It will only escalate in the coming days as Israeli forces move on the ground into the Gaza Strip. And eruptions are expected in the West Bank, possibly Lebanon drawing in the Hezbollah. So many dangers ahead, and of course the war in Gaza will be brutal. I'm Dana Lewis, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon.